Hello, I'm Ella. My name is Cherie. I'm Melissa. And we are here to watch and react to the popular NBC show Once Upon a Time. So buckle up and we will get started. We are starting with Season 1, Episode 7, The Heart is a Lonely Hunter. Y'all ready? Yes, yep. ma'am. And I'm just going to remind y'all, these two episodes mm -hmm. might make you mad. All right. <laughs> right. Um, we're starting. To... Huh? I was just going to say, I'll try not to cuss too much. Oh, Sorry. it's fine. The, these are going to be. It's, You're going to cuss, fine. I'm sure. You, Especially this first one. You, Yes. <laughs> In Granny's diner, Graham is throwing darts at a board when Emma runs into him coming out of the bathroom. She tries to leave, and he throws a dart, hitting the door facing right beside her head. Oh. He asks if she's been avoiding him since she caught him the previous night, and she says no, she just has no interest in the, having the current conversation. He follows her out and asks if she doesn't care, why is she so upset, to which he replies that she isn't upset. Oh, she cares. Her tone tells me she cares. Oh, yes. Yeah. Seems like he cares a little too much, too. Yep. <laughs> He says he needs her to understand, but doesn't know why. After a small argument, Graham kisses her. Because I'm about to do something inappropriate since I'm your oh. boss. <laughs> yeah. I guess somebody just woke up. <laughs> and has a flashback to his previous life, but it goes away when Emma pushes him off. She walks off after berating him. We then see him knocking on Regina's door. And of course he runs to Regina's house. <laughs> yeah. And she invites him in. At their castle... Or she lives in her house of swords. Mm-hmm. That's what I call an iron throne. <laughs> yeah. Regina looks on as Snow lays a white rose on her father's casket after his death. Regina comforts her and asks her if there's anything she can do. She has zero tears. Mm-hmm. Not one. Oh, look, there's one single solitary tear. Regina, like Lana, can cry on demand. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh, I never realized that was her stepmother. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, right. I don't think they ever explicitly like, stated it until here. In her chambers. How did Snow not get scratches on her face hugging her? <laughs> Is that the same dress? Yeah. She talks to her mirror about how to get rid of Snow as well. She says she needs someone without mercy, someone with no heart. The mirror responds that she needs a huntsman, and we switch to a scene in the forest where the huntsman is stalking a buck. Of course they had to CGI the deer. Right? He strikes true, and when he goes to collect the deer, he thanks it for its sacrifice so he may live. He glances up to see a white wolf with one red eye and one normal eye, who joins him by the deer, and he tells the wolf not to worry, he won't go hungry that night. In Storybrooke, Graham jolts upright in bed next to Regina, who he tells the details of his dream to. When he mentions the wolf, her eyes widen in recognition. <laughs> she just said, oh shit. <laughs> and she tries to get him to go back to sleep, but he gets up and puts his clothes back on, stating, since when do you want me to stay anyway? When he goes to get his car from in front of Granny's, he drops his keys, and the wolf shows up right in front of him as he picks them up. Before we get any further into this, I just want to say, every time I watch this episode, I have to go back to the pilot and make sure that the wolf that shows up in the middle of the road when Emma's trying to go back to Boston what? doesn't have different colored eyes. And it doesn't. It's not the same wolf. Oh, okay. Um, but every time I have to go back and check. thought the <laughs> same thing. I thought it might be the same wolf. 
The next morning, in Emma and Mary Margaret's apartment, Emma sees a bouquet of flowers on the table and, thinking they're from Graham, immediately throws them in the trash. Oh. <laughs> Mary Margaret comes in claiming they're for her from Whale, who she claims was just a one-night stand, to which Emma replies the flowers said otherwise. Mary Margaret tells her she feels guilty, but Emma counters that there was nothing wrong with it, one-nighters were as far as she ever went, and Mary Margaret replies that, well, yeah, but that's because you're just protecting yourself. Emma claims to not get emotional over men, to which Mary Margaret responds that the floral abuse tells a different story and that she obviously has feelings for Graham. Yeah, her boss. <laughs> Emma says that there's nothing wrong with being cautious, and Mary Margaret replies that that might be true, but Emma's wall keeps out both pain and love. I love all of the conversations between Emma and Mary Margaret. Yeah. Because even though they're just friends at this point, she's still, she's still Mom. Mama Bear. Oh, yeah. In the woods around town, Graham keeps hearing the wolf and is trying to find it when he runs into gold with a dirt-covered shovel and a black apron. Oh, and here comes this mother. Yeah. <laughs> In the middle of the woods. Yeah, like he's got a crop of marijuana or something. In a full suit. Yeah. With a murder apron. <laughs> Gold apologizes for startling him, and Graham tells him that he thought he was a wolf. Graham asks what Gold is doing in the woods so early in the morning, and he says he was doing a spot of gardening. Yeah, don't act suspicious at all, Mr. Gold. <laughs> and Graham tells him he was looking for a wolf. Graham tells him about the wolf he saw in his dreams and on Main Street, and Gold tells him that he heard once that dreams are just memories of another life. Graham asks what Gold believes, and Gold says he never rules out anything. Okay, first off, what kind of cop is not going to go see what he was digging up? Seriously. One who's emotionally distraught. I guess. <laughs> in the Enchanted Forest, we see the huntsman and the wolf trekking through the woods, and they stop at a tavern. The other men in the tavern start taunting him, asking what kind of man cries over his kills, and he says an honorable one. This eventually leads to a scuffle, which the evil queen sees, and he calls for him to be brought to her. In the woods of Storybrooke, Graham is still running, looking for the wolf, and he eventually finds it. He asks it what it wants, and when he, it eventually lets him pet it, I know. So fluffy. Have y'all ever pet a husky? Yes. yes. I had one. Yes. Yes. Oh. So fluffy. <laughs> he gets another flash of memory of him almost killing Snow White who he mistakes for Mary Margaret, and a crypt with a symbol of interlocked thorns on it. When he comes to his senses, the wolf is gone. Disappeared while he was remembering. At the school, Graham goes to see Mary Margaret during one of the breaks between classes. He tells her he thinks they know each other from another life. She's like, have you been talking to Henry? Mm -hmm. And we cut back to the Enchanted Forest. At the Evil Queen's castle, the huntsman is brought to her. Look at her I'm trying to be all seductive and they strike a deal for him to kill Snow White in exchange for her outlawing the hunting of wolves in their kingdom. In Storybrooke, Graham asks Mary Margaret how long they've known each other and if she can remember how they met. She can't, but she says that's just life. Things get hazy. He asks if he's ever hurt her in any way, and then if she believes in past lives. She assumes he's been talking to Henry and tells him about Henry's storybook theory. He's like, I should be talking to Henry. <laughs> yes. When Graham leaves to go find him. In the Enchanted Forest, the Huntsman is walking with Snow White as they're going to the Summer Palace. Regina gave him a poison apple. <laughs> and I meant that euphemism. 
This is the only time when we see snow with an apple. With an apple. And Snow pretty much immediately knows something's up because the huntsman keeps readjusting his armor. She hits him in the stomach with a thick branch and runs away, and he follows after he catches his breath. At the sheriff's station in Storybrooke, Emma is practicing with the dart that when Regina walks in. Emma informs her that Graham isn't there, and she assumed he took a sick day with her. Regina tells her she's glad Emma is aware of their relationship because she's also aware of theirs, which Emma denies. Regina tells Emma that she's leaving Graham on a path to self-destruction. That's rich. <laughs> right? And to stay away. No, if she wasn't worried, she wouldn't have stopped by. Mm -hmm. Right? At the mayor's house, Graham rings the doorbell and asks Henry if they could talk about his book and if he's in it. Back in the Enchanted Forest, the huntsman finds Snow White writing a letter. He asks her about it. I want to kill you, <laughs> but I doubt it does, because Snow is just nice. Snow is too good for any world. Yeah. And she says that she knows he would catch her since he knows the woods better than she did, and it would be more worth her time and effort to try to get through to the queen one last time. He reads the letter, and instead of driving the dagger into Snow's chest, he cuts off a small hollow branch and drills a couple of holes in it, telling her to blow on it when she needs help, and that it's a whistle that will bring her aid and she'll be led to safety. He tells her to run, and she does. In Henry's room, Henry asks when Graham's flashes began, and he tells her they began right after he kissed Emma, to which Henry replies, You kissed my mom? <laughs> oh, honey. Stepdaddy Graham. Based on Graham's recollections, Henry figures out that he was the huntsman, and the reason he reacted so strongly to kissing Emma was because he saved Snow White. Therefore, Emma and Henry wouldn't be alive today if it weren't for him. He asks Henry what happened after he spared Snow White, and Henry tells him that the queen ripped out his heart. He asks to see the book, and on the next page, he sees the crypt from his dream. Henry tells him that it's her vault and where she keeps her hearts. Graham thanks Henry and runs out. When he gets outside, Emma is waiting at the end of the driveway for him, and he tells her that he has to find his heart, that Regina took it from him, and he knows where it is. Emma tries to reason with him. She's like, the sheriff has gone crazy, I'm assuming command. <laughs> but in the end, agrees to go with him to find her vault after she also sees the wolf. I guess we're going on an adventure. <laughs> I hope no crime happens. <laughs> The wolf leads them to Regina's family crypt. Her face said, oh, here we go again. <laughs> She's like, I'm tired of running. And they try to get in. Better get a court order. <laughs> I've seen law and order. And Emma eventually breaks the lock. Easily swayed. Hmm. I wonder it wouldn't open. She was pulling on it. Obviously, <laughs> she could have been pushing. I forgot their push-pull stickers. I guess. Back in the Enchanted Forest, a guard takes the huntsman to see the queen where he presents the heart to her, along with Snow's letter. After the huntsman reads it to her, she grabs it and throws it in the fire. She demands to see the heart, and she places it in a box, holding it up to a wall of containers that are supposed to open when a human heart is near. She's got a post office box full of, like, mm -hmm. her hearts. Library card yeah. thing. <laughs> Dewey Decimal System. Yep. And when it doesn't, she turns on the huntsman, asking him what he did. In Regina's mausoleum, Graham is searching for anything that might be out of the ordinary, while Emma watches him, worried. She stops him at one point, telling him that everything is going to be okay, and Regina shows up. Oh, and on cue, there she is. Mm-hmm. In the middle of the night? Mm-hmm. She tells them it's her father's grave, and she asks what Graham was looking for. He says it was nothing, and she responds that he doesn't look well. 
She grabs his hand and tries to take him home, but he pulls away and says that he doesn't want to go anywhere with her anymore. No, ma'am. He tells her that he doesn't feel anything anymore, and he knows it's not him, it's her. She asks if he's leaving her for Emma. Well, you know, she didn't rip out his heart. And he responds that he's leaving her for himself. She tells him that he's not thinking straight, and he counters that for the first time in a long time, he is. Kind of nice to see somebody other than Emma stand up to her. And that he'd rather have nothing than settle for what for whatever they have. After he makes it clear to her that it's over, she turns to Emma and asks what she ever did to her to deserve her coming after everything she holds dear. Graham tries to tell her that it's not Emma's fault, but Regina cuts him off, telling him that none of this happened until she showed up. Emma chimes in, saying that the common denominator among everything that had happened was Regina being a terrible person, and Regina punches her in the face. Oh, cat fight, cat fight. Oh, shit. Oh, Emma's about to whoop her ass. <laughs> you know... <laughs> I don't always like violence, but... <laughs> deserved in this case? Yes, yes. She's gonna be like, police brutality. Better than me. <laughs> right. Like she didn't hit me. No, I'm having a good time. Emma fights back, and Graham has to pull her away from Regina before anyone got seriously injured. Regina goes to pick up the flowers she dropped, and Emma walks away. After a moment, Graham walks after her. She's like, I'm gonna eat his heart. <laughs> Back at the sheriff's station, Graham is helping Emma with her cuts and bruises, and in the mausoleum, Regina pushes her father's coffin to the side, revealing a hidden staircase. Well. Back at the Evil Queen's castle, the Evil Queen is raging about the hunts is raging at the huntsman. Her hair looks like a butt. <laughs> who tries to ease toward the door, and she slams it shut with her magic, telling him he's not going anywhere. She rips out his heart, demonstrates what attempting to escape will bring him by partially crushing it, and orders the guards to take him to her bedchamber. She's into that kinky stuff. Like, he's gonna be serving for a little while. Mm-hmm. In Storybrooke, Regina goes down the stairs to her vault, where we see the same wall of hearts from her castle. She takes out Graham's and stares at it menacingly. At the sheriff's station, naturally, Emma and Graham start making out, Pretty sure there's something in her contract that says this is not appropriate for work. <laughs> and Graham gets a flash that shows him all of his memories. He tells her so and goes to kiss her again right as Regina crushes his heart and he falls to the floor. Oh. We'll be right back to discuss the episode, but first let's take a quick break. <laughs> And I hope somebody would just stab her right through the heart. I mean, you know, it, yeah. Like, see, I, I kept waiting for the bad thing to happen. I was like, okay, so nothing bad's really going to happen. And then it's like, oh, hey, I'm going to make you like this guy, and then I'm just going to kill him. Yeah. Enjoy. Not even, like, not even halfway through the season. Yeah. Yeah, that was a, that was a surprise. And then also just the fact that Regina kept him as a slave. Yeah, that's almost even worse than just For 20. at least 28 years. All that time. Lord knows how long it was before she cast the curse. Yeah. You are correct. I am not happy. <laughs> I, I warned you. So the trivia on this does say that it is the same wolf. 
Well, okay. then they should have changed, changed his eyes. I agree. 100%. So <laughs> I'm saying. Do y'all have any comments about that previous episode? No, other than Regina's just a heartless bitch. Oh, yes, absolutely. Yes. I, I, like, I knew. I knew that she was, you know, she was bad. I never expected that out of her. Yeah. Like, that's a whole nother level. Someone needs I'll be to honest. give her her own apple. Uh, <laughs> right? Yeah. I'll be honest, though, if, if she had done something to the wolf, I probably would have been more upset. <laughs> I was so upset when he was digging in the woods, because, like, alright, I'm not going to say anything, because he did not kill that wolf. He did not. I know, that's no. that's what I was thinking, too. But, but yeah, I no. always react badly when um, animals get injured, like, more so than people. Yep. So. Well, because animals definitely don't deserve it. They yeah. Do, yeah, they didn't do nothing. And even if they did do something, it's just because that they're wild animals and they didn't exactly. do nothing. <laughs> right. Or just follow their instinct. Yeah. Right. I didn't... I don't think there were any side characters that we hadn't already seen. No. Other than the random, um, like, soldiers. Yeah. Any important characters. <laughs> I should say. <laughs> so this episode this enchanted forest flashback Kem's uh is the second earliest flashback we've seen so far the one before it being last week with Jiminy Cricket and then this is before all of the um pilot episodes right so oh, random question answer i didn't miss the secret that she told what was the secret do i do we know do we, we you don't know yet okay let's say should i know did i miss it somewhere no no well in snow falls she said that the queen blames me for ruining her life and then charming asks did you and then she said yes but we still don't know how as of this point in season one just making sure i didn't miss it yeah no I almost Googled it, and then I, I didn't want to ruin it. We got a clue this episode with uh, her, in the letter she said, I ruined your chance for love, so it's only fitting that you would take away mine. But that could also be with Regina marrying King Leopold. So, yeah. everything has double meanings. Mm -hmm. Y'all got anything else for that one? Nope. No, ma'am. It was kind of an intense episode. It was a very intense episode. <laughs> I was, I just kept waiting to make sure the dog was alive. Yeah. Like, <sighs> so, yeah. <laughs> Maybe the wolf will come and, like, just bite Regina and give her rabies or something. I mean, do it. Yes. I'm just saying, if it was supposed to be the same wolf, then why didn't, like, I. They fixed the eye. Yeah, I get that they probably didn't think of that until later, but yeah, you go back. Right. I Literally, mean, they do that all the time. Change one little thing. It, it's it's yeah. better that way. Anyways. Yeah. I get it. Little Sometimes little details actually matter, because I wouldn't have thought it was the same wolf. No. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Like, every time that I go, that I watch it, I go back, and the eyes are the same color, so I'm just like, no, it's not. Because, and, and here's the thing, though, it would make sense for the wolf to do exactly. that. Exactly. You know, 
the wolf because it would like, want okay, her to stay to there. Right. Wait, was he woke up before the wolf's eye changed? Like at the beginning, does that make sense? Yeah, but I don't know that that. Well, I guess that was before Emma decided to stay, so magic hadn't come True. to Storybrook yet. So I guess. So I yeah. guess. We but I also feel like that's. Far. I feel it's like that's not that giving deep, them like... more credit than they do. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this is not Stephen Moffat we're talking about, right? Yeah. They don't plan five, 15,000 right. years ahead of time. Right. <laughs> they don't plan don't for stuff in season. In, they don't put stuff in different shows that apply to a different show. Like Have you ever putting... watched Doctor Who, Shuri? No. Uh, well, yeah, they plan things like arcs that take years to like complete. Well, that and they put they put references because Torchwood is another show that's in the same yes. universe. But they put they put um but they put stuff in Torchwood that yes. comes up way way before um it comes like you know the reason for it in Doctor right. Who. Exactly. Like there were I'm not gonna say been... what because yeah. other people might not have watched it right. yet and will because I'm not I don't do spoilers. <laughs> yeah. But th- there's been several times watching Doctor Who over the years that I have to pause and go find a reference in an earlier episode mm-hmm. to confirm because my memory's like is that right? Yeah. Are you sure? Um, you know, and th- there are times like we've screamed at the TV because you realize that this very important piece of a puzzle has just been dropped in 10 years later. Yeah. You know, so, yeah. Anyways. That, that's, yeah. This isn't a Doctor Who podcast. R- right. Sorry. <laughs> this is a once in a time podcast. Yeah. I could also well, I mean all day (laughs) but I think I mean I think the writers have of this had a general idea of where they wanted to go and what they wanted to happen but it it evolved yeah they they weren't planning seasons ahead that could have been just missed in post-production because they they they, I I understand (laughs) yes yeah so because well and because you know it would kind of bring things more together uh, because it doesn't, there's no reason for it just to be a random wolf out in the woods in the middle of the road, you know, the middle of Maine. Right. So I, I, I'm I think sorry, it but makes, I don't think Maine's are, or, no, there's, there's no, wolves I don't in think Maine. Maine's are endemic to wolves <laughs> is what I was going to say. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I'm I'm just going to go with thinking it's the same wolf and they just forgot to go back and fix it. Yeah, or they didn't want to uh, give a... Anyways. They didn't want to spoil it for us. Once Upon a Time is property of Disney. Our intro and outro music can be found on Anchor FM. The intro is The Trestle and the outro is Balti. All fun facts and other information can be found on the episode-specific pages on imdb.com. Join us next week as we continue our watch-through with Season 1, Episode 8, Desperate Souls. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you next time.